When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Odds to win conference. I yeah, think they to win mean, the conference. You mean to get to the Super Bowl? When you win the conference, you win the Super yes, Bowl. Yes, I mean, yes, you go to the Super what? Bowl, Max. Yes, it means to win the conference. What we're asking is what does that mean? To get to the Super Bowl? Or yes, to- you win the conference I'm means you asking go to the Super Bowl. Nuno, does it mean to- <laughs> <laughs> If you win the conference, what happens, Max? They are acting, Keyshawn is acting, and Nuno is acting like Max is asking a stupid question. He is. He is not asking a stupid question. Who has ever described obtaining the one seed as winning the conference in the regular season? Uh, It has seldom been described that way. I will grant you that, but they jumped all over my buddy Max. What lacks context in that open is that we were just describing scenarios in terms of what team would get the number one seed. And since the odds that we were looking at reflected exactly what we just seen with the number one seed jockeying, it was unclear to me if we meant who was going to get the number one seed or who would get to the Super But how can it be unclear to you? You're the host. You're the one asking the question. It was very clean, clear, and simple. The odds to win the conference yes but not, but That's sometimes so easy but when you just see it lined up no. exactly with what you're describing you think maybe they mislabeled it maybe no. this is what they no, actually you're thinking, mean you're thinking too hard well that that has been that has been uh the, has described before, i've been yeah. described that way before and i'm sure it won't be the last time. max yeah who wins who has the odds to win the conference San Francisco, who I also believe has the best odds to get the number one seed, followed by Philly and Dallas. That's the exact odds to get the number one seed. Okay, so, so, so really, one of those three teams win the conference, what's their I guess, next game? I guess, right, I guess what I'm asking is <laughs> the, odds, the odds to get the number one seed, or like the conclusion I'm drawing is the odds to get the number one seed are the same as the odds to – get out of the conference, meaning whoever, like, these odds reflect the idea that what's at stake this weekend is getting to the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl according to the odds makers, right? You see Wouldn't how that he, you, you, you see that script he just came with? He done mixed all yeah. this up to confuse you. Huh? It's simple. The odds to win. But the, the odds to win number one C would probably be the same odds for the Super Bowl, right? But not always, but in this case. And, th- and that's up in the air. We were just doing a segment before we showed that graphic. This is from yesterday, the day before. We were doing a segment about what scenarios could play out that who would get the number one seed in the conference. How would they be ranked? Uh And it seemed to me, based on those scenarios, the Niners are most likely to get the number one seed, followed by the Eagles, because we didn't know about Hertz's health at at the time, followed by Dallas. And then we showed that graphic. So, So that's why I was unclear what we were actually trying to show. My conclusion now is that the odds makers are saying, and the betting public is saying, that what's at stake this weekend, the number one seed is so important that that will determine who gets to the Super Bowl so in, the, in the conference. Even it's not though always the case. You did all that. Yeah. And even though, Mr. Kellerman, yeah. the producers in the topic bar said odds to win the conference mm-hmm. is what it says. Yeah. Which means but the producers that in the topic bar haven't always the been right. Conference, <laughs> if you win the conference, yeah. Mr. Kellerman, 
means your next game is the Super Bowl in the big toaster. Let me ask you something. Have you, have you ever done a graphic where what the graphic was labeled was not exactly the intention of the producer? Yes, I ever... just read yes. something that was on yeah. my sheet that was not correct yeah. based on what the producers gave you. Correct. But yes. if so I've reading... experienced that a bunch of times in my career, <laughs> over 20 years. With you too. Back to 1987. Is that's right, 89. Is is Tua's health, guys, the sole reason that the Dolphins might miss the playoffs? Why are you looking at me? Because you were arguing. Pro I was Tua. arguing what? What was I arguing? You said if I you look, know, I will tell you your record. argument. I was going to let you say it, but uh, since I don't get enough airtime and you hog all the mic all the time, Jay, I've let noticed. me just say that the Dolphins in games that Tua doesn't finish, 0 and 4. So it seems to me, odds to win the conference were never wrong. Look at TV. They just said the TV graphic. The producers put odds to win the conference were never wrong. I bet you if I looked hard enough at this graphic, I could find something oh, wrong God. on this graphic. But to, uh, to answer your Tua question. Yeah. I don't want you answering anything about Tua, Key. It certainly um, shows that when he's healthy and ready to go, they're a much better football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw with a couple teams. They got it, you know. They they went out west and and caught it on the chin. But in the end, it's clear that when he's at quarterback, they are better offense and they're a better team. Um, do they are are they going to miss the playoffs this year? Probably. I think the Jets can beat them in Miami with a quarterback that was on the streets and Mike Glennon. I think so. If if Glennon is the starter or whoever the starter may be, it won't be Tua. Uh, Skylar Thompson, um, he's going to get the reps. It just, I, I mean, Max, you, you said it about you know, even in zero and four, he was injured before the half, even again against the Bengals. So it's like when he's not on the field. And granted, playing in cold weather, that was going to be a challenge. Right, understand that, but still, like him being healthy and having two concussions this year and trying to battle through one game, you ultimately do wonder if he were healthy. I think they would be in a better situation, but I, I don't think Skylar Thompson's it when it's all said and done. They you know, certainly would be in a better situation <laughs> if Tua was able to go at full strength. They would be in a better situation. They probably would have a nine and eight, ten and seven type record. That's that's who they are. Yeah, there are, and by the way. Given what's happened with DeMar Hamlin, there's a lot of sensitivity around discussing injury right now. However, you know, well, that said, Tua came into the league with an, with an injury, right? That's, that may have affected his draft status a little bit. And I think also co- contributed to a slower start to his professional career than he may have otherwise had, right? And, and the fact is, while he is mobile, he's not fast, right? And he's not big, and he has, when you say injury prone, is a guy just, is it bad luck? Are his connective tissues just not quite, like we're all genetically a little different, whatever it is. But I think one of the reasons that there is some skepticism about him as a long-term, or was at least, as the long-term answer is when you're not big and you're not fast and you have a, a history of injury in a sport as dangerous as tackle football at this level, you know, I don't know that we can separate, hey – uh, two is, you know, those four games that they lost, it's because he didn't play from his, you know, the best ability is availability, right? Like, I think that probably contributes to the overall 
picture and feeling of Tua's effectiveness at the position. Yeah, I, I, I think that has something to do with it, but I honestly believe that he is a good quarterback. What I what I always guard against, and people get mad at me because they want me to put the cart before the horse on guys because they had a you know a few games that they played well in or they had a comeback or they look like they want you to go oh Trevor Lawrence he's gonna he's the MVP in 2023 you catch it on our show I'll tell you it's like you just slow it down man because he might go out there Trevor Lawrence might go out there and lay an egg against Tennessee so you show history of doing things over and over and over again then all of a sudden a person can now say that guy right there is the answer. When you can go on the road on a consistent basis in in cold weather and put it on teams, now people can say he's a cold weather player. But if you're not doing that, the first graphic that comes up is in freezing temperatures. Here's his record. You know, that that's what happened. That's why I was talking about so, the other stuff, Keith, in terms of your skepticism, because there may be some guys where you haven't seen it yet, but you're going to be less skeptical. Like a dude like, let's say, Josh Allen, big, strong, you know, like will give you a different feeling watching him than Tua. If I had to ask you, hey, uh, before you even saw it, you think Josh Allen could play in cold weather? You'd probably tell me, yeah, yeah, he could do it. You know, it's just well, a different package. Here's a question I have for you, because I, I know the answer, because I think he is. I'm curious to hear what you think. Do you think that Tua is the franchise quarterback for the Dolphins for the next 10 years? I think he's shown enough this season to get another crack at it next season. Um, Because when you are talking about some of the things that have have taken him out of the games, and then you say long-term, 10-year quarterback, you got to factor that into the decision that you have to make with him at the quarterback spot because you don't want the same things to occur two years from now. So you got to be confident that he is. But I think when he's been healthy, he's shown enough for me as a general manager to be able to say, okay, this is what we're rolling with. So he goes into year four of his contract. Do you pick up the fifth-year option? Yeah, I want him him back next year. Okay. I want him back next year. So two years really for Tua to figure it out. Especially if you don't think he plays in the cold weather necessarily, plays up in the cold weather or on the road, but then Miami is the right spot, right? Yeah, but but but, but how many cold weather games, you know, will he actually see? That's what I'm saying. So he's in the right spot, right? Yeah, he might be in the right spot. You get – you, you wouldn't get, like him as the, as the franchise quarterback in Buffalo, but you I like him in Miami. Him. I wouldn't have never drafted him if I was in Buffalo. And by the way, that's why, one of the reasons it was widely speculated that, that, that one of the reasons the Buffalo Bills took Josh Allen, which is where my mind went, was because he's a big, strong kid, arm can cut through the wind, mm-hmm. you know, can run in the bad weather, all that kind of stuff. He, horses for courses. And, and Tua, meantime, war, they put him in a warm weather spot. They went out and got him some speedy receivers, right? Like an, well, an mean, inventive about, offensive think, coach. Think, think about it. In Tua's career in college or high school, where did he grow up at? In Hawaii. Right, it's not cold in, in Hawaii. Yeah. Alabama's not freezing <laughs> right. cold, even though the yep. temperatures dip. But that's nothing, right? And then he goes to Miami. That's why the cold weather is always going to be there. Jared Goff, California kid, small hands, cold weather just completely takes him out of the game. I mean, I remember even as a kid when the when the Giants draft 
Bill Sims, right? It's because he had a big, strong arm. It's windy at Giants. He could cut through the wind. Like, you, you, you built baseball, they do it for ballparks. Short right field porch, you want left-handed power. Yeah, you dra- big outfield, you, dra- you want a fast yeah. outfield. Yeah. Drew Bledsoe, Washington State, New England Patriots, Tom Brady, Michigan, New England. I mean, that's what you do. Who's the most dangerous wild card team in the AFC? Keyshawn J. Willemax were presented by Progressive Insurance and on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2 from 6 to 8. And then now we're going on to 10 a.m. here on ESPN News. We're on all four hours on ESPN News, Sirius XM Channel 80. You can find us on the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We're right there. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And you can call us. At 888-SAY-ESPN, that's 888-729-3776. Watch there goes man. the chapstick. R&B. Yeah. Oh, my God, he did it again. Off. He did it again. Did it again. <laughs> it's unbelievable. There goes the chapstick. No, it's I like just, clockwork. He went to see like a hypnotist in Vegas <laughs> once or something like that. And every time the R&B comes mm, on. Mm. I got dry lips, man. I don't look like I'm... My but you only got cracking. dry lips when R&B plays, it's Key. Only when R&B hey, man, plays. Come on now. <laughs> it's every time. It's unreal. ESPN Radio is Keyshawn Johnson. Kiss Back after dark, Keyshawn Johnson. Kiss after dark. ESPN in the morning. Who so, says my first and my last name? You on NBA or, or an R&B conversation. That's so weird when people say Keyshawn Johnson. It's so weird when people say you're afraid. That's when you know you've been big time. What are you, Prince? What are you, rolling around people only saying Madonna. your first name your whole life? No, I just, Yes. My whole yeah, life, his name was Keyshawn. Name. Yeah. No one walks up to you and say, "How you doing, Keyshawn Johnson?" It's so like, weird, Key, because like on 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 this <laughs> just in, Max Kellerman. Like, I don't who know if does that? I don't know if you're aware, but 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, this just enhanced most. But every time I want to refer to you guys, something you said on the radio that morning, because a lot of times we're talking about the same subject. I think one of you guys made a good point, and oh, I, I always day. feel weird identifying you as Keyshawn Johnson. 
right? Yeah, because since key. you're not on the it's key. So, but 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 to the audience, usually if you're introducing someone from another show, you'll use their full name. So I'll say Jay Will. But with Key, a lot of times I'll just say Keyshawn, as Keyshawn said. I never it refer sounds to him as Keyshawn. I always call him Key. It's never. I've yeah, never but, said Keyshawn. But once. if I say Key, then maybe you know people. But if I say Keyshawn, everyone knows who I'm talking about. See what I mean? Yeah, typically. That's the way it works. Everybody knows when you say the whole name, first name. I just, the first and the last name is a bit much. That's Too much. All. Yeah, you don't need to do all that. It's not like 10 of me running around, you know? Yeah. Although now I there are know. a lot of Keyshawns now. There yeah, are a lot of Keyshawns. Not on ESPN. <clears throat> yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. Like, although, you gotta say You got to say Jason Williams because, or Jay Will. No, that wasn't me. <laughs> there were like 11 <laughs> Jay Wills at one you point. You should see how many yes, times. It's like, <laughs> what? A lot of, you know, it's a lot of, uh, in television and sports, it's a lot of Jasons. So, you know, you just say Jay Will. Everybody knows who you're talking about. You know, you know when you might have to start saying Keyshawn Johnson is, you got a guy, kid named after you, Key, Keyshawn Davis, who is. Yeah, not the, that's not the same. No. But let me just tell you Different something. Different level. Keyshawn Davis right <laughs> now. Key, Keyshawn Davis Keyshawn right Davis now. Is truth, Keyshawn Davis is going to be in Max, some I'm not in the boxing arena. fights. Yeah, but, but I'm not in the boxing arena. I get it. So you haven't heard of him so much. You no, only no, know I'm him saying, I'm saying, no, show. I've heard of him. Yeah. But when you're talking about boxing, it's you go Keyshawn, and everybody knows Keyshawn Davis because it's boxing. Yeah. Wait till, you, wait till you're at someone's house for, for, a, for a Keyshawn Davis fight on pay-per-view one of these days. Then you're going to be like, oh, yeah, Keyshawn. <laughs> All right. Um. Who's the most dangerous wildcard team in the AFC? AFC dangerous wildcard team. Here, here are the options, okay? You got the Chargers with Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. Big difference when Keenan Allen is there, right? The Ravens. Let's assume Lamar eventually comes back. The Pats without Tom Brady but still with Bill Belichick. <laughs> He's been without Tom Brady for four years, man. Well, that's why they don't make the playoffs anymore. And the Dolphins. Without Tua. I just need to see if Belichick can travel, if he can take that team and travel and win without Tom. All right, and, and the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, once again, right in the mix. You can never count him out. Yeah, the da- most dangerous team of the Chargers, though. Yeah. I have another option. Let me, hear, let me show you what uh, Damian Woody, ESPN NFL analyst, said about the most dangerous team. Listen to this, guys. You know, I know the easiest route would be the Miami Dolphins considering the, the weapons that they have, but, but the, with the uncertainty at the quarterback position with obviously uh, Tua Tungavailoa not being available and Teddy Bridgewater uh, with, the, with the injuries to his hand, I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, we talked about it. Pittsburgh won, I believe, six out of eight, six out of eight uh, coming down the stretch, and we've seen you know, the, the rookie Kenny Pickett is really, really starting to adapt and, and play well in, in the National Football League. He's got some some weapons on, on the offense that he's able to get the ball to. Uh, defensively, you talk about T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick. And then, all, and then you know, on top of all of that, we got the greatness of Mike Tomlin uh, on display. I thought this was going to be the year that the Pittsburgh Steelers might finish under 500, but Mike Tomlin's uh, coaching display has just been fantastic. What do you think See, of that? I, I think it's good. The problem that I have with it is that I don't know that Pittsburgh can play toe-to-toe with Kansas City or Buffalo. Yep. I know the Chargers can't play toe-to-toe with Kansas City because they've done it. And I think they can play toe-to-toe with Buffalo. Cincinnati, on the other hand, can play with Kansas City, Buffalo, and the Chargers. They play Pittsburgh in the in the division, but come playoff time, I think the Bengals step up just a notch. New England, I don't think, can play with those four teams. 
And the Ravens without Lamar can't play with anybody at this level. And the Jags are just cute. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens and the Dolphins, questionable quarterback, you know, decisions going on there with Lamar and his situation, and obviously Tua and the concussion injury. But I just – it's Chargers, the hand, hands down, man. I, I got like another The Chargers choice. can beat any team in the NFL. Yeah, I think the Chargers. I think the Chargers. I think the Chargers. As long as Brandon Staley doesn't get cute, he doesn't get in his acting, own way. You're right. I got another option, guys. Way. I think he, he'll be fine because they got the, they got one of the better quarterbacks. They got two of better receivers. They got a nice running game. Defensive side of the ball. Bosa will probably be coming back. Khalil Mack, you know, starting to feel good again. The defensive side of the ball. I I I do like the Chargers. In this in this scenario, is the most dangerous wild card team. Got another option. The Chargers, you're right. All those things logically, you guys are right. They're loaded. They were super. They were preseason Super Bowl among the Super Bowl favorites. Maybe just outside that top tier of Super Bowl favorites because their roster, front to back, both sides of the ball, if healthy, is among the best in the league. Right. But just keep in mind, if Lamar is resting up for the playoffs right now because they're in the playoffs, if he's really giving his body a rest, so you get a fresh Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. I will remind everyone, again, when he was playing, they had a fourth-quarter lead in every game this season. Think about that for a second. It's that late in the game, you're winning the game in every single game that the dude is playing, and when they did lose, a couple of bad decisions by him in the fourth quarter, he, he's going to clean that up. I mean, I, the team that I wouldn't want to see is the Ravens with a healthy Lamar Jackson. So how long? I mean, because he's still not even practicing Right? Yeah, but he's got a little runway. How long do you think it actually takes for Lamar to ramp up? I, don't, I mean, he has a PCL injury. I've never had a PCL injury, so I don't really know um, what that is. It, it certainly is the leg, and he uses his legs. He's, that's his dangerous spot. So I would think this week they play Sunday, and then they're going to have to come right back and play in the, in the wild card game. Hopefully, I mean, like Max said, maybe he's just sitting tight and not doing anything and resting up. That's what makes – see, in terms of like – Maybe. If, if that's what would make me nervous, like that dude's going to be healthy. They went in. They brought in Roquan Smith. Yeah. They, oh, they're they decent sh- stacked, yeah. Yeah, and now you just put them over the top. But you guys are right. Like on paper, Chargers can – like what Key said, a lot of teams can't go toe-to-toe with the heavyweights. Chargers go toe-to-toe with anyone. Yeah, they go toe to toe. They, you know, they go toe to toe. Coach make a few bonehead decisions here and there, but they go toe to toe. They, they usually are in every game. Mm-hmm. So, the seven seed for New England Patriots, they need to win, or Miami loses, and Pittsburgh loses, and Jacksonville wins, and the the, the Miami, well, think, yeah, and and the New England Patriots would be the seven seed. Okay. I think Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville will win. Mm-hmm. I don't Pittsburgh. I don't <laughs> know about the Pittsburgh loss, and I I don't know about Miami's either. I think my I think the Jets can beat them with a backup quarterback, but you know the Jets aren't playing for much except pride. So maybe they go in there and, and because it's the Dolphins, they go in there and they beat them. I mean, the Jets plus two right now, the way things look. Mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins need a win and a New England loss. Those, both of those things could happen. New England yeah. could lose to Buffalo, which 
I'm betting they lose in Orchard Park to Buffalo. The emotions, the the just everything, the energy that will come with that stadium. You can you know it's going to be like jacked up. Like those people up there are going to be having a ball waiting for this football game. You know that's going to happen. Then the Jets are going to Miami. Zach Wilson's back in the saddle, into the season, yeah. getting ready to get ready to go hang out at the Super Bowl and go to Vegas for the Pro Bowl and vacation, all that sort of stuff. You add in there, I think Miami could pull it off, but with a backup quarterback, it's going to be tough. Which underdog's going to win this weekend? We're going to tell you next. Keyshawn J. Willemax. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. It's real or not real. Underdogs. Who will win this week? Uh, we have Joe Fortenbaugh. Wait a minute. Host of Joe and Amber. Hey, Joey! And he's an ESPN betting analyst, of course. Good morning, Joe. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Happy New Year. Great to be with you, Max. Let's keep the bit going from last year. I'm going to wish you Happy New Year all the way to June. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here we go. It's real or not real. Underdogs, who will win this week? Pat, do the honors. Guys, we got Tennessee plus six at Jacksonville. Key, real or not real, Tennessee wins this week. Not real. I don't think that you can go in there with Joshua Dobbs at the quarterback position in Jacksonville trying to win a division. It's up for grabs, clearly, but I don't think that Tennessee has enough on the offensive side of the ball. The defense has struggled, and they're going up against a red-hot offensive unit by the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like it plus six and a half. Yeah, I, I'm going to take Jacksonville to cover here. I, I think Tennessee is throwing in the towel, losing six straight. And Trevor Lawrence is playing at an elite level right now. I think him and head coach Doug Pearson have really found their groove offensively. Yeah, I agree with, with Jay here like and, and, and Key also. But, like, you know, we asked earlier, has Trevor Lawrence arrived? And, you know, Key is old school football. He wants to see it over a certain period of time in different conditions. But just in terms of eyeball tests for me – it looks like the dude is one of those top-type guys right now, at least. So, yeah, I, I, I like him to cover. Picking them to win the game outright isn't exactly something I want to do, but I will play Tennessee plus the points in this matchup. Mike mm. Vrabel in his career as, the, as a head coach in the NFL with nine days or more of rest is 9-1 and one straight up, 9-1 and one against the spread, and he's beating the spread by 15 points per game. Dobbs has another week in the system under his belt. He's a relatively smart kid. He didn't play all that bad against Dallas, and he's got Derrick Henry backing him up as well. Jacksonville's been fantastic, but there's a low total in this game. I think it's going to be tight. I would take Tennessee plus the points. All right, we're really? playing. Wow, oh. Joe. Nine okay. days to prepare. All right. You know, I didn't mean to get stuff. everyone's uh, panties in a bunch there to open the morning. Wow. Oh. Oh, that's an interesting way to talk about the morning. Go ahead. 
We're playing Real or Not Real. <laughs> Underdogs will win this week with Joe Fordball of the uh, the Daily Wager. You might have heard of it. Great show. Baltimore plus seven at Cincinnati. Key Real or Not Real. Baltimore wins this week. Not not real. I think Cincinnati. You know they're itching to get back at play. Plus they're they're at home. It's a different situation. I just like Cincinnati in this. They got something to prove. Plus, on top of that, they need to win the division and try and fight for a first-round bye if it falls in their lap. I think you got to be able to score a lot of points to beat Cincinnati. And I Look, the Ravens with Huntley, they haven't scored seven, 17 or more points with Huntley. So, not having Lamar Jackson, like I, I'm going to go with the Bengals here. Yeah, I might go with the Bengals anyway, but yeah. yeah. No reason to pick Baltimore in the upset. I think Cincinnati's an excellent six-point teaser option. I mean, are we going to see uh, Huntley at quarterback? Are they going to go to Brown? I know mm. Huntley's been banged up as well. Baltimore's offense is a mess, and you're starting to get the sense with some of these uh, press conferences with Jim Harbaugh, or excuse me, John Harbaugh, that perhaps the team thinks Jackson should be back, but Jackson isn't back playing. I know you guys have been talking about that. It doesn't seem like a team that's all on the same page right now. Joe also hosts another show. Joe, what's that show called, and when is it? Uh, Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, Pat. You got yeah, it, Jeff. I was on yesterday. You guys have became best friends. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still doing Daily Wager, correct? Correct. Daily Wager because is Because Pat wasn't sure about as well. That. Yeah, Pat said that show was canceled. 3 p.m. Eastern today. Okay, very good. Well, it's a great show. The Jets are plus two at Miami. Key real or not real, the Jets win this week. Real. The Jets win. It's real. They go down to South Florida. They take care of business against Jets, uh, against the Finns and Jays team. The Jets plus two. I'm taking it all day long. In fact, I'm taking the spread, the money line, and the total. <laughs> Joe, I'm gonna. I, I have a feeling. I mean, I, I want to pick the Dolphins to win, obviously, because it allows them to get in the playoffs. As long as the Bills win, Skylar Thompson don't like it. I think they're going to run the ball a lot more. But I, I'm really curious to hear how you're going to look at this game, Joe. You want me to jump in here in front of you, Max? Go ahead, Joe. Okay. So this has been fascinating with the point spread movement. Yeah. Miami was a three-point favorite early in the week. Then it's announced Skylar Thompson's going to play quarterback, and it moves four and a half points to Jets minus one and a half, at which point you have to scratch your head and say to yourself, wait a minute. I understand Thompson isn't a very good quarterback, but the Jets have literally nothing to play for. And when they had something to play for last week at Seattle, they got their faces kicked in by the Seahawks. So now all of a sudden with nothing to play for and the season lost, they're going to go to Miami and they're actually going to show up. And then the line moves back to Miami minus two. It's difficult laying the points with the Dolphins here, but that's what I would do. I, how yeah. am I supposed to believe the Jets show up for this game when they couldn't even be bothered to show up last week when they were still in the playoff hunt? Good call, I'm, Joe. I'm, okay. I'm totally with you, Joe. I think people get caught up with the Jets' talent on defense, right? But I really see this as a Mike McDaniel kind of thing right now, right? Like, can you figure this out? I think he can. Just where been. Robert Sala does. I mean, this – I don't think Robert Sala is a guy that just, all right, we're just going to lay it down. Yeah, but quick. as Key was mentioning earlier, there is a difference. I hear, right? No, I understand. No, it is a divisional Jets game. Got, the Jets got yeah. something to play for, though, Max. Tricky game. Which is? <laughs> Look, Detroit doesn't have anything to play for. But the, the Jets, Jets do. To play for. One, two, three, Aruba. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're playing real or not real. Underdogs who will win this week. Washington, seven-point home dogs against Dallas. Key, real or not real, Washington wins this week. Not not real, not real at all. Dallas is on a mission, and, and they've got something to prove. They're still fighting for home field advantage. It could fall in their lap. But it's also a rivalry game against the Commanders. They'd like to just put Washington completely out of their misery. I'm not taking Washington plus the seven. Not touching it. 
Yeah, I, I think Dallas wins this game pretty easily. I, I think they have a lot to play for. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a win. I think Dallas wins. I think it's a tough game. Tough game? Yep. I'd like to believe that Washington's going to show up with Sam Howell, but last week Rivera's decision to go with Wentz proved so costly. Mm -hmm. You have to wonder what they're thinking about in that locker room right now, knowing they've been eliminated, and it was Carson Wentz who got it done. Maybe Sam Howell pops a little bit. Maybe Dallas shows up flat because they don't feel like the seating's going to move too much. Total stay-away game for me. I think the Cowboys win, obviously. All right, last one here, fellas. Underdog who will win this week. Detroit plus four and a half at Green Bay. Keep. I'm, take, I'm taking the Packers Real? in this one. I think when you look at it, you have a dome team that's playing good, going on the road to an 8 o'clock Eastern time game. In fact, the second half, or the, the game time temperatures at 30, that second half will be dipping into the low teens. I, I just don't see it. Green Bay has a lot of home field advantage. They know how to play in Green Bay. They know what they're fighting for. And they're red hot right now. I find myself rooting for Detroit here. I'll be real with you. Considering, what, one playoff win in 64 years, Max? Like, that was a stat? I'm not saying that's going to equate to them getting to the playoffs, but I, I, I like their odds, and I think that this is their Super Bowl-like moment. I hear you, Jay. I, I, I like Green I like Bay here cover. because when it comes to getting to the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers is second to none. Now, when it comes to winning in the playoffs in recent years, he's second to some, in fact, to many. So I don't know what they'll do if they get in, but I think they're getting How about in. This? I like Detroit to cover. I don't know if that equates uh-huh. right. to a win. I think it's a good okay. game. Oh, yeah. I so want to bet the Lions here. They've won seven of nine, and the entire world is going to be on Green Bay. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. The schedule makers absolutely screwed the Lions in this spot. You've got the Seahawks playing the Rams earlier in the day. If Seattle beats the Rams, the Lions are out. What's the mindset if you're eliminated earlier in the day going into this game? Keyshawn, you'd be the one to be able to speak to this. I I mean, are you going to get up with that same amount of gusto and energy if you find out you've been eliminated an hour before this game kicks off? Well, you know, the interesting thing about that, Joe, is you didn't play in the National Football League, and I did, and you just said the exact same thing I've been saying for three and a half hours now. But, Joe, let me ask you this. If you had a chance. Maybe I should play in the National Football League. Joe, if, <laughs> you wouldn't make it a great professional kicker. football. <laughs> Joe, if, if you had a chance to ruin, even if you didn't have a chance to make the playoffs, you had a chance to ruin your divisional rival, right? Not even a rival, a divisional team and their chances to get to the play. Why wouldn't you take there, that as your Super Bowl moment? There are levels, man. There are levels. You can't, you still playing for yeah. something, You can't man. trick yourself into thinking. It, like there's I adrenal, like adrenal response. I don't like you. I'm sorry to hear yeah, that, Jay. I always our like heads you. in for so long. I have a <laughs> chance la- to ruin it for you. The last game of the year, Joe, and I'm already eliminated. I'm sitting around for however many hours in the hotel, on the bus, at the stadium, and I know the score. Like, but I damn. also know yeah. that next week I'm probably going to book my vacation package to the Caribbean somewhere. Leave it yep. on the field. So, I mean, I just, that's, I'm just giving you the real. I ain't giving that is tough. Joe Fortenbaugh, host of Joe and Amber, and ESPN betting analyst. And yes, Pat Costello, Daily Wager, is still on TV, and Joe stars on that show as well. Thank you, gentlemen. Joe. It is always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great weekend. I'll catch you next Friday. Thanks, Joe. Yep. Joe Fortenball, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Should a record count? This is the old Roger Maris question, guys, when he broke Babe Ruth's record. Should a record count if it takes an extra game what? to break it? Or is there an asterisk? 
Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt, the podcast. Patrick Mahomes needs 430 yards, passing yards. You all right, man? To set the single season record. That's right. That's the key. That's Back in the day, you start leaning back, key. Like, oh, hold on, hold on now. Hold me up. <laughs> As I was saying, Patrick Mahomes needs 430 passing yards to set the single season NFL record. His passing yards prop is 322 and a half at Caesar Sportsbook. So far short. The odds makers are 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 predicting he will be more than 100 yards shy of setting the single season passing yard record. His previous high for passing yards total this season as a prop was 307 and a half versus Cincinnati. Now here's the question. Man, 430 is a lot. It's a lot, man. It's too much that. Have you seen seen the Raiders secondary? Even if he gets it. a lot, though. Even if he gets it, like, does it count as the record? Now let me just give you my opinion on this. Because, wait, hold on. Because you're not going to keep him in in the game to chase the record. Right, right, because you got too much real stuff on the line. Yeah. Yeah. But let's say even he got it. Somehow he wound up with – you know, 431 passing yards, Key. He had an extra game to set the record. So the fact of the matter is he did have the most passing yards in a season. But without that extra game, because it's now 17 regular season games instead of 16, he that wouldn't have matter. done it. Yeah, but it's still, that, still the record. It's, Somebody else can break it the next year. Right. It's a different time. You're yeah. right. I, I, mean, I think, think it's about, two different think records, about, in fact. So does whoever had it 16 when it was 8? And when it was 10, it was 12. 14, I mean, yeah. like, you, you know, yeah. whatever, I, 14. Yeah, I agree, Key. No, right, like, uh, 12. I agree it is the record because that's the bottom line is the most passing yards. But I do think I, the way I look at it in sports is they're all different records, right? Like, even remember when Aaron Judge was hitting all the home runs, I wanted to see if he could hit his 61st in 154 in games because that he couldn't. Because Babe Ruth yeah. hit 60 and 154. I wanted but, to see him get it in that time, you know? Yeah, but that's that's not going to happen. I mean, you know, it changes. It's just different different errors, different everything. <clears throat> you know, it, 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 you know, you look up in 
Patrick Mahomes is doing it in 17, eventually what if they grow the schedule to 18 games or 19 games? Yeah. Yep, somebody... there'll be new records. Yeah, There'll be new I'm, records. I don't – that stuff doesn't bother me. There's a, no, it, not it at all. It feels like more like traditionalists, like, oh, it's all this record. I'm like, it's – whatever, it's a record now. Yeah, yeah but somebody teams. did it in a shorter span – then the last person Great. probably too though. Yeah. You just got to go back and look. Yeah, look. right. And I think I think of them all as their own records, right? Like because part of the issue with the counting stuff is, you know, like like LeBron's going to break Kareem's scoring record, right? But was LeBron the scorer Kareem was? No, not in any given season, not really. Not, you know, Le- Kareem was a more fearsome scoring weapon in his day than LeBron is in <clears throat> his. But really, I think that's hard to measure. Well, Kareem was the leading scorer. Like Kareem was an I, I, I get unstoppable scorer. But I also see who Kareem scorer. was like. Yeah, I, I hear you. I see the caliber of athlete and. Well, okay, but LeBron. You could argue LeBron's a better player if you want to, right? And I think most I people are not that. diminishing I'm, I'm, LeBron's. I'm it's not, no, it's not about diminishing the point of. And now records. you naturally have to diminish somebody if you're trying to the, say one person's better. The point of records. It's not diminishing. It's just adding to the other. The point of records is to you're you're, you're creating a hierarchy, yeah, yeah. and part of the counting type of records, not the rate type of records, right? Like in 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 baseball, be batting average versus hits, right? Mm-hmm. Is that availability is factored Yeah, but I in. want the guy with counts. the hits. I don't care about the batting average. What's that? I want the guy with the hits. Well, because he's available. Because he's, he's Yeah, the batting average don't mean anything to me because if you miss 50 games, your average can still be high. Well, that's, that's true, but the value per game is also significant, right? It's not just – in other words, one measures how much you contributed overall, and the other measures – how much you contributed when you were available? Yeah, but I don't need I don't need when you are available. I need your ass to be available. <laughs> but if you're if you could, there are some people who are what? more available All than others, time, but exactly not as right. good. I can show you examples. You, key you of, can't help me, Max, if you're never here. No, but not if you're never. What if you're usually there, but not all the time? Not, versus not, a guy I who's I, always I don't there. Need, I, I like don't who, need Leonard. usual. No. I need you here, like with me. Okay, LeBron I don't James, need Anthony Davis, LeBron James, it, you know, misses usually about what ten games a year, something like that, right? Something like that on average. Man, but he's like an Iron five man. to ten. That dude is different. okay, but yeah, the, but I can only, show you. He's only been missing five to ten games recently, Max. No, in his career, he didn't used to usually have eighty-two games a year or eighty games. No, a year. but he, he was in the seventies. He would play the majority 70, of the time. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. it doesn't have to be you never play or you always play. There yeah, are but scenarios. His never plays. His never plays wasn't serious injuries up until recently. What I'm His saying is, what I'm saying is, there are Iron Men who play more games than LeBron, but weren't near. You'd rather have LeBron, right? Because his per game <laughs> value is much higher. That's what I'm saying. So when you look at records like scoring. <laughs> all right, now I was going to try to make the point. Ref- you guys refuse to let me make. Don't say you guys haven't point. said anything. That's key. Both of you. Don't blame point, me, Jay. No, I was saying you have the a point, though. I just fed wanted up. to see him answer. Um, Max is what, what, why is Max getting frustrated? I don't know. Out of everybody, <laughs> I don't know. Go figure. <laughs> what is this? Twenty twenty three. My New Year's changing. resolution is to be frustrated by you two. Uh, what other prop bets do you like, Jay? For- I, I, this is my key. This is my favorite time of the year. I mean, we saw this with Brady and Gronk a couple years ago, right? Incentives, so you get oh, a chance to yeah. get some paychecks, like. Jamal Williams needs six rushing yards to hit 1,000. That would give him a 250 k bonus, right? They play the Packers on Sunday night. You got Christian Kirk. He needs two catches for a 500 k bonus. 91 yards trigger another 500 k bonus, right? His player probably set up 56.5 yards. 
So I think there's all these little nuances that you can kind of tap into because there's player incentives to get that paycheck. You know what's so interesting? It's so funny. Is I'm I do the I'm gonna do the J. I need context though now to what those incentives are uh-huh. because even though it says incentive doesn't mean that they're getting a check when the season is over, right, Jay? Uh, it yeah. might be put on their next year's salary. Salary, yeah. That's and then somebody could – it's a – the NFL – cold. That's cold-blooded, man. It's cold-blooded. Yeah, that's cold-blooded. They, instead of you getting – you know, you say 500000 you think, oh, he's getting 500 Gs in his pocket. No, yeah. he's getting cut. <laughs> no, he – there you go, Max. They might put that on his base salary for next year, where his base salary is two and a half – he gets the half, it makes it three, but then they may decide in the offseason, eh, three is a little much. Ways with him. At two and a half, we would do it I'm at three. You got to be careful. I'm gonna I got to read that. You, know, you got to be careful when That's you so say interesting. incentives. That's print. really interesting. Fine print yeah. Deals, though. Yeah. yeah, you got to have your incentives built in right. But that was, that was it's AB's gotta, thing. got to be right. But, Keith, that was AB's thing last year, right? Antonio Brown. Was that what, his thing with Tom Brady? Was that a situation like where he had a couple of catches he he had to get? Was that last year? Two or was it, years ago? Maybe it was two years he... ago. I, I I got all the last three years just combined, frankly. <laughs> no, was it? Was it? No, it was I'm something serious. like Did that he... though. It was, was something like that. Was his incident last season, hmm. or was it the season before? before. I... I don't even remember. It seemed like so long ago. That's what I'm saying. Man. I, I... All right, I so guys, listen to this. Apparently, this has been hot news or not news. Which is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming up, has the new golden boy of the NFL finally arrived? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.